Now, out of heart, he had to have been when we dropped down to seven and eight people. Uh, mm, I thought about my brother Arliss Thomas, and, and I hope his church has grown some, but he has told me they're down to five and six at times. Uh, people saved, I don't understand why they don't want to go to the house of God. The devil will make every excuse, give you every excuse, and I was down here at church today, and uh, a fellow come in the Dodge pickup, and uh, got out with a cane across to the cemetery. I thought, well, I've never seen him. Uh, Todd was standing there with me, and I thought, I've never seen him in my life. But I tried to keep an eye on when he come back to his truck, and I went out there, and uh, Sammy Bullins, some of you may know him. Uh, and I would have bet anything, I hope he ain't listening, but I'd have bet anything he is older than me. He said he's 70 years old. He told me a story. Uh, he, need, he needed to talk bad as I needed to talk. So he said we got married when we was 18, me and my wife, and said my wife passed away at 21 years old. And he said I was told all the pieces. He said I told my mom and daddy. Said, I'm going to leave. I've got to go somewhere and work, make money. And he left. He told me he'd worked in Texas, uh, Alabama, several states he called that he'd worked in. And I said, Well, are you back around here now? And he said, No, just visiting. He'd been down to see every May. He said, uh, I'm in Georgia. In Georgia. So pray for Sam. His mom and dad buried out here. And, uh, I don't think I ever knew him. I knew three or four of his brothers. But hey, somebody needs talking to. Somebody needs a little consoling. And he said he was going on to Galax to see another one of his brothers. Turn to the third chapter of Revelation. Mm, third chapter of Revelation. Do while you're turning, do keep praying for the the broadcasting. To, uh, several people all over the world that's listening, and they won't all get saved because hell's enlarged itself. But somebody might. Just keep praying. We can. Keep it on and uh, be able to preach the word, the King James Version of God's Holy Word. I, I just hear every little bit about somebody else switching Bibles or a new group coming in and taking over. I'm going to tell you the old way, it wasn't that bad. The old way wasn't that bad. How many ever stopped and just give the Lord praise for gas? It was, I remember 12 and 13 cents when I first started driving. But how many could, has ever just, uh, hello, buddy, stopped along the way and give God praise for gas that was 35 cents a gallon? Or even a dollar? You know, we took it for granted. And this is how we humans are. But we... Uh, Sure can't grumble about $4.19. But we never give God praise. 
And we can say, well, Lord, why has this come up on me? That's the first thought I had laying down in the hospital with a heart attack. Why, Lord, I'm trying to serve you. I'm doing the best I know how. What? That, 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 I shouldn't even question that. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's run through Terry's mind. What else could I have done? Yes, sir. What, it, it, it runs through your mind. And why is this coming to me? Lord, I've tried. But you look through the Word of God. Look through the Bible. And when we had a evil king, the nation fell apart. When we had a, a godly king, and he'd go on for 30 years, the nation would revive and things would happen. Why do we end up with an evil king? Because we disobeyed God. Yeah. Why? Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Why did Why did God destroy the earth, all except eight souls? Because of yeah. sin. Yeah. And we can look in every direction today, and there's more avenues for sin than I've ever seen. There's, there's more. I'm not as spiritual as I have been. I don't nobody have to tell me that. And one of the reasons I've got too many little old things on my mind that's took the place of worshiping God. Amen. And, and, and I'm honest. That's what Larry Johnson says. Eh? I'm going to be honest about it. Nobody's fault but mine that I ain't more spiritual. <coughs> that it takes sometimes two or three trips to the altar or sometimes four or five trips to the altar before I can even get satisfied with a message. You know, for my part, Sunday morning is important every time, but Sunday morning is so important. There's somebody that will <laughs> never come back to a Wednesday night service, and there may be somebody that will never come back to Mount Vernon Church. So it's so important to know that you're in God's will, and the message is that you got is for God. Not to get even with somebody in church that's hurt your feelings. Not, not to come in puffed up and out, out of sorts with the Lord, or out of sorts with your wife or your youngins. It ain't supposed to be that way. We're supposed to come in in the will of God and be teachers and preachers and leaders, and we've not done it. We ain't been what we needed to be as instructors. And I thought there's so many doctrines out there uh, I was looking for something on my phone today, and it said there was uh, 67 English versions of the Bible, English reading versions of the Bible. And that just come up on my phone. Like I really need that. Take a little out here and add a little there. Let's read the third chapter. And he said unto the angel of the church in Sardis, write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and are dead. 
I didn't look up any definitions whatsoever or, or no references on this, but let me give you what I got out of it. We have a name that we're a Christian, but we're not. We have joined a church. We've made this a Wednesday night crowd, I know. We've made a profession of faith, come to an altar, join the church, have a name that we're alive forevermore. And the Bible said, but we're dead. But we're dead. You go back into the uh, first chapter there in, in the fourth verse, and it says, from the seven spirits which are before the throne. You can jump down again into about 19 or 20 there in the first chapter. And it said, The mystery of the stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest, candlesticks are the churches. And that tells me that we, we probably are one, a part of one of the seven churches of Asia Minor. And the, the stars, he said, was the angel over the church. And I believe that God, if we'll stay in God's will, I believe there's an angel over our church to take care of it. I can't see it. I may not be able to hear its voice. But I can trust that God has sent ever how we want to say it or ever how we want to take it, the Spirit of God to hover over us. And, and not just when we are in our assembly here at the church, but in our everyday walk of life. I believe God has got an angel to take care of, of the church, of His church. And, and He said here that the, the seven spirits and the, the seven stars was the angels and the candlesticks was, was the, uh, the churches. And if God took care of the church at Sardis by an angel overlooking and telling them what was wrong there, I believe God will take care of Mount Vernon Church. Amen. I believe it from the depths of my heart. And when my brother hurts and he aches all the way to the bone, and when my sister has got pain that she's having trouble getting rid of it, when sickness comes, I believe God will give you peace. I, I believe he sends them glory to God. I don't just believe this. I know this for a fact. God will send you help when you want help. I praise his holy name for it. And he said in the second verse, he said, Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Read that again. Be watchful and strengthen the things what he's telling us is to strengthen the things that have got weak. And we've got, we've got weak members. We've got weak fingers that's quit exercising their faith. We've got weak toes and weak legs. And Lamont said his knee was bothering him some there. Uh, we've got weak parts in the body of Christ. And the Bible tells us to do everything we can to strengthen, strengthen them. And for us to watch and to know where the, that's what God set the church up for. I'm glad that I'm glad God set the church up for me to come to and, and to get help. 
time, I couldn't tell you numbers of time over 54 years that God has given me help and strength in the church. When I thought I couldn't, I couldn't go another step. I'm going to tell you, sisters, when I sat night after night, all night long, at the Baptist Hospital in a straight chair, and, and Scotty and I see you in the, in the uh, emergency room, and only curtains hanging down between them, and there wasn't even room to go in there, said all night long, and God would comfort me. I don't understand exactly how he done it, but God would comfort me, give me strength to come back, and never had to miss a Sunday preaching. And out of all the Saturday nights that we said, I don't know why, but I know of five Saturday nights that we were down there. I had to take him back to ICU. And you say, well, that's, that's just coincidence. No. no, it ain't coincidence. When you sit in a straight chair all night long, that ain't just coincidence. That's a hand of God. When blood's flying over here and another one's drunk and they've had to operate on another and another one's messed and bloody sheets flying every way, how do you get your mind on God? It's only the Holy Spirit of God, sonny, that'll come down, amen, and pick you up. I've, I've never, never been in the places any nastier than Saturday night at the Baptist emergency room. Stabbings, shootings, blood flying in every direction, dirty sheets running here and dirty sheets yonder. I sat in the hallway, and he's over here in the curtains, and I sat in the hallway. Tanya's daddy was one of the nurses. Couldn't get no answer. Admit him or, or send him home. Let's do something. It's flusterating. Yeah. When I'm, I'm talking about when you're flusterated, how do you serve God? So what's the devil's business? To flusterate you or to upset you, anxiety you. The devil's about his business. He said, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. I mean, just before getting out, and I, I thought there's, even with, with corona, uh, Ben mentioned it to me down there today, and some of the problems, he said, some have never straightened back out, and they won't never straighten back out. But do everything we can to stay right and in the Word of God because they're dying. They're dying. People are walking out of the will of God because of fear. Because of fear. I'd hate to have a gun and a machete and a hand grenade, plenty of water and a little pack of food on my back that God had prepared me to go into battle. And I turn and run and get shot in the back. Yeah. Amen. And that's what's happened today. We're, we're afraid we can get it on TV, Internet. We can do whatever we want to do and think we're getting by. There's going to be a payday for America. Yeah. America's had it handed to them. We've been blessed. We've been blessed. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Jesus sent the angel to tell Sardis that we've not found your work perfect. I wonder if he come to Bill's house. We won't even say the church. But if he come to Bill's house, angel, and he's there, 
and he's looking down on me. Has he found my works perfect? Has he found me at the altar every time God said go to the altar? Has he found me praying when I, well, every time God said pray? Have they found me in the reading of God's holy word or my playing games with something else? This is serious today. Amen. It's serious. Third verse, he said, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard said, hold fast, and he said, repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. He said, plainly therefore, watch to re remember and what we have received. We, we've received great gifts and, and messages and great things that we've seen with our own eye right here at Mount Vernon from God. Some churches I know have, have not seen. Not every church has, has been blessed the way God has blessed us. And he's not a respecter of person, but it's for the simple reason that you reached out and wanted more of God. Amen. We've tried to love one another, look over one another, forgive one another, and continue on the work of God instead of turning our back and running. I was thinking today, as I was riding up the road, if Satan ever gets you on the run, he'll run you to death. If he ever gets you on the run, if he ever gets you out of your place, I believe in being in your place. If he ever gets you out of your place, a good example is Adam and Eve. He got them out of their place. By one forbidden fruit. <clears throat> Let me read three again. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and he said, hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. I believe definitely that this was to the church of Sardis, but I don't believe that was a stopping place. If that had been a stopping place, I don't believe it would have been translated and written down and given to us today as the Holy Word of God. If it wasn't inspired of God, I don't believe I'd have felt what I feel right now reading this Holy Word. So I'm going to take it that, that this church writing to Sardis is to this church of Mount Vernon and to this church of Bill, this church of Lamont, this church that we're in today. I believe this is speaking to our hearts. He said, Thou hast a few names in Sardis which have not defiled the garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He said, A few names. What is Matthew 7? He said, The road is straight and narrow, then there be few that enter in. 
few that enter in. He said there's a few in Sardis, a, a few in Sardis, names even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. Evidently, when you sin, you defile your whole garment. Everything that covers you, you defile it when we sin. The covering of the Lord Jesus Christ, the robe of God. He said there's a few names that in Sardis which have not defiled their garments. And he said, And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. My Lord and my God, at, at times I can feel fairly worthy to be a child of God. But there's times I get to thinking, and I know me better than you all, how sorry Bill is. How I ain't praise God and how I ain't give God everything that, that's God's. How I ain't done more and how I let things bother me and don't have the faith that I need. Maybe ain't give what I needed to. Ain't preached what I needed to preach. Not walk where I needed to walk. It's hard for me to pat me on the back and say I'm worthy. I'm worthy. Through faith and hope, I ain't made it to heaven yet. And if we only have hope, we're of all men most miserable. But I've got a hope that I can stay straight and walk for God. I've seen some I never thought would go away. Something would never go away, but they're gone. I've seen preachers I thought would never go away, but they've gone. He said in the fifth verse, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. If you can get eternal security out of that, write it down for me. He said, if we overcome, and what have we got to overcome? Me. I've got to overcome me. I'm a big hindrance to, to me. I want to comfort me, take care of me, pet me, make me happy. And if I got anything left, then I'll bring in the help to them. If I got anything left, I'll give a little to them. After I've done everything I want to do, then I'll give what's left. It may not be my 10%, but I'll give a little if there's anything left. That's the American church today. And we wonder why it's like that. I saw a thing where Kenneth Copeland's worth $400 million, and I don't know that. I just saw a paper on it. Another worth $40 million. We wonder why people is discouraged. Why people are out of heart. They may not be worth that. I don't know. <coughs> he said, He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, 
and I will not blot out his name, blot out his name out of the book of life. And it plainly says, and every one of you, we've read this and read this in Revelations 22. Let me find what verse. Yeah, if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So he said he'd take, he'd take our place, our part, out of the book of life. He said if we'd follow him and overcome, the same shall be clothed. Did you ever be at what church when you didn't want to? Have you ever went and visited when you didn't want to? Have you given when you didn't want to? See, my mind, I ain't picking on you, but my mind has went. I'd give, in, in one hand, Andy, I'd give anything in the world if I didn't have to. And then I think on the other hand, praise God, he's given another open door, open door to preach to somebody else. Yep. And our mind is doing this. I don't know how y'all's work, but that's how mine does it. It wants to and then it don't. Flesh is fighting against us to stop it. I just need to beg God that I'll be a more and more and more for him. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not. I'm going to be pretty in that white raiment. I ain't never had a suit just like that, but I'm going to be pretty in that. In the book of life, and I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Jesus said, I'll confess him. He said, come on in, Jamie. He said, Father, this is one of ours. Hand him a white robe, and there stands the angels. That's what the Bible says. He said, I'll confess him. I'll confess that this is mine. The only way we can get into heaven, it ain't through God. We got to go through Jesus to get to God. That's Bible. He sent His Son to redeem us. So He is our what are you, propitiation? That's a big old word, ain't it? He's our go-between. There's no way to get there except Jesus. How does does the Muslim congregation think that they're gonna get to heaven? And they only worship God. And they say they got the same God we got. They ain't. No. If they ain't got Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, you ain't got the same God I got. I don't care what kind of hat they wear. <laughs> if they pray 14 times a day. That's Bible. That's Bible. But he said, I'll stand there and confess. I'd hate for him to say, as he stood there, I don't know this one, Father. He's come up some other way as a thief and a robber. 
He didn't come by me, but he slipped into this point. God say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. That's Bible. Take me a little bit to hunt it all up, but it's Bible. Oh, that, I won't even confess me. I want him for my lawyer. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. The seven churches in Asia Minor were fairly close together. I, I, I did look on the map there for Sardis, and it was kind of to the left and right above Philadelphia. But how God had the seven spirits and the, and the seven angels to go to those churches and tell them, to straighten them out, to show them their mistakes. And then how God had John to write it down that you and I could see the mistakes of Sardis, the mistakes of the Laodicean church. You hear it preached a lot, the Laodicean church, and you need the heart of coal, I'll spew you out of my mouth. But we don't like to preach that. We don't like to talk about that. Am I what I was when God saved my soul? I know I'm 54 years older. I know that. But I should have a little knowledge of God. I should have a backbone that I didn't have 54 years ago. I should have some things in the bag like healing and some things that I'd seen with my natural eye, some things that I had learned and know from being in church, from reading God's Word. Well, I was reading in Genesis today. and uh, Golly, it's unreal, some of the things that went on. Uh, I, can't even, I can't even go into them. Two or three wives and concubines and reading today though where Esau hugged Jacob he's glad that he come back and the brothers made up even though he'd sold his birthright he was glad to see Jacob and Jacob still called him king because he was the oldest brother y'all ever read that I was reading that lately might have been today There has a few names, even in Sardis, they have not denied to file their garments. They shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Anybody else got anything? I'm done. <laughs>